You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Uh, yes, sir, the time of the evening where you all join us on your favorite uh, program, uh, which is uh, Medical Files. And Alhamdulillah, on Medical Files, uh, we bring you the ins and outs of your health, uh, how to be, you know, healthy, well, all right, wise. I don't know about wealthy, but uh, if your health is good and if you know how to make an uh, informed decision, then you should be. Wealthy, you should be. But uh, yes, uh, this evening, Alhamdulillah, let me welcome uh, the pious and sagacious uh, Ummah of Barqa uh, Sahaba. Yeah, all with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And guess what, people? This evening, I have a very special guest, a guest uh, that you all know well on the uh, platform of Marcus Sahaba. He's a talk show host, he's a bower, he's an archer, he's a herbalist, he's a producer of um, uh, you know many programs and a producer of many health products organic treatment to heal the body naturally it's known as nbc uh, there's a network too known as nbc nba and all that uh, he, he can do it naturally circulation cancer treatment so forth but he's uh, none other than uh, the versatile and the much loved uh, brother yusuf amali assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Herbalist, uh, world-renowned. How are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening, uh, uh, Brother Yusuf? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bikulli hal. It's a beautiful evening, alhamdulillah. It's a nice evening to sit out and admire and uh, just reflect back to the beautiful month of Ramadan that has just passed. So I say Ramadan Mubarak, Ramadan Kareem to you and the listeners of Marqa Sahaba and hope each and everyone enjoyed their Ramadan and embraced their Ramadan to the full extent, inshallah. I mean, so may Allah accept all our Qiyam, our Siyam, our Adqar, our Tilawat al-Quran, everything to the best of our abilities, inshallah, and especially our du'as. But alhamdulillah, Uncle Shafat, I hope you are well and your family and I make du'a that uh, it is so, inshallah, ameen. Well, Yusuf, our du'as are reciprocal and alhamdulillah, already I had a beautiful Ramadan. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept us, uh, you know, uh, uh, fit and trim, uh, both uh, spiritually and uh, physically. And we went through without any hassles. And as for Eid Day, I hope uh, we didn't indulge to bulge. But I kept it in uh, moderation and it was that... Uh, a uh, white stian brass uh, biryani that kept me going and you won't believe it uh, since then i've been having it for breakfast <laughs> every day so i mean moderation uncle shafat moderation moderation and alhamdulillah you moderated yourself that you have it every day and not all at once you got it you got it yusuf what I did, I looked at it, I said, you know, a bias market, man, this bias market, and, you know, had the family over and everyone, everyone wanted pot cost. After, you know, you get to know when your cost <laughs> is uh, good, when everyone says, hey, yeah. can I take some pot cost? And I said, no, you're welcome. You want one pot cost, you're welcome. And Alhamdulillah, Yusuf, the pot was like full of baraka. It was like the uh, fish came from the Indian Ocean and was still swimming there. But with the uh, fish, with the fish masala and with the biryani mix and with the masoor and with the yogurt and the oh the potatoes Yusuf Yusuf it was Mash like soft melts. I can I can I can see Ramadan is done uh, because I see the food is savoring in your mouth and it's actually savoring in your thought and every thought Subhanallah making our listeners our in Cape Town we call it lists you're making them uh, um, uh, creating that appetizer and everything for a beautiful program Mashallah I must say Alhamdulillah Kashafat you are really putting the spices on the right uh, right knobs on at the moment 
<laughs> I tell you, Yusuf, you know what I'm doing? I'm teasing the taste buds. They are jumping. And you know the taste buds are telling us. Listen to it properly. Give me more. Give me more. But Alhamdulillah. You know, Yusuf, I'm looking at your composite here. And a beautiful composite there. It says uh, herbalist uh, Yusuf Masi, uh, uh, Mali uh, discusses the effects of overindulgence. And it's uh, in reflection time. And Yusuf, uh, uh, you know, uh, really speaking, uh, we've done... I think we've done justice uh, to the uh, introduction and we really have uh, set the tone for the program talking about, you know, overindulgence and uh, being, uh, I mean, if you look at overindulgence, uh, the action or, or effect of having too much of something enjoyable and, uh, you know, generally the West says, hey, he overindulges and he's like this and he's like that. But, you know, um, let's talk about it. Uh, let's uh, look at your composite and uh, comment, uh, Yusuf Mali, where it says, uh, when you look at your, your composite, the beautiful composite that uh, we had uh, put out uh, for your show, and the way it says, uh, uh, Yusuf Mali discusses the effect of overindulgence, and I like the bottom line there, reflection time. Yusuf, your thoughts? SubhanAllah. Uncle Shafat, uh, when we look back at this beautiful month of Ramadan, it should reflect to us and uh, guide us and condition us to the understanding what is good and what is beneficial to the body. And uh, just by looking at that, what is good and what is beneficial. Unfortunately, um, we eat with the eyes. We do not understand the correct method and way and diet when we do uh, look at what the body needs. The body needs uh, certain essentials. One, it needs water. It needs abundance of water and not cold water, uh, room temperature water, or even if you make it uh, a tea, but make a tea beneficial tea. There's a variety of uh, beneficial teas from hibiscus teas to Asiatic teas to a rooibos variety. But look at teas that are beneficial. Don't look at teas as an entertainment and at the moment many of us do that so we overindulge with the wrong teas and that causes a lot of also the uh, ailments that we are suffering from because when we have our teas we add extra sugars and we're not talking about one sugar but we throw a whole lump of sugar in so you have certain individuals that will be not doing uh, in moderation of a half a teaspoon or no no sugar they end up throwing eight teaspoons in at a time and then they don't take one tea for the day they take approximately up to 10 to 20 teas for the day. So ima imagine the amount of sugar that's going into the system. So there again, we're looking at overindulging. So just alone on the teas. But now when you look at your black tea, no sugar, no uh, um, and uh, no no milk. Subhanallah, you're looking at uh, automatically something that helps the body. It uh, helps improve circulation. It helps the body. Uh, addressing the points that it needs that's beneficial to the body. So that's alone on your tea. So when you're consuming teas, make sure you, you're consuming the right tea for the right uh, condition that you are in. Green tea uh, has been utilized a lot, subhanAllah, and it's been, there's so much science to prove. It helps with circulation. Now imagine taking a rooibos with green tea. Now imagine taking a rooibos with chamomile. Now chamomile helps with sleeping disorders, helps with, uh, um, with pain, helps with neurological disorders. It has a host of, it's been utilized by uh, the ancients. And we're talking about the ancients, not only in Pharaoh's time, but before that. The ancients, they used chamomile for a variety, even for um, pleurisy and even for the plague. So subhanAllah, chamomile on its own has been utilized throughout history for a variety of conditions. 
but uh, what has been documented scientifically, insomnia, it helps with uh, neurological disorders and helps with sleeping. Now, if you take teas like that, you, it has a purpose. But unfortunately, we drink a lot of beverages, which is non-beneficial to the body. Uh, drinking beverages with high sugars that uh, either um, certain carbonated drinks or gas drinks, not going to mention names, but you have those who are detrimental to the body. There's so many uh, uh, YouTube videos at the moment. There's so many TikTok videos available at the moment to see how detrimental carbonated drinks is. If you actually heat it up, put it in a pot, heat it up and see what happens. Subhanallah. Now that's what happens in our tummy because there's heat in our tummy. There's heat in our body. So when you drink that, you're left with that carbonated um, sugar that is in our system. What happens? You start developing disorders and then it becomes diseases. And those diseases becomes what we have to fight with. And that's what we need medication for. So just by eating correctly. So when you look at the month of Ramadan, it showed us drink water. And that is what the Nabi Sallallahu also said, one third water. So one third of your meal must be water, not half of your meal, not all your meal. So a third. Now, if you look at essential soups, subhanAllah, you've addressed literally two of the, the uh, um, categories that Nabi Sallallahu spoke about, which is water and food. So a soup automatically checks both. Now you just have to have abundance of oxygenation and that's where you need to have uh, exercise, movement, mobility, all those things. And that's what Tarawih taught us. So when you look at the month of Ramadan, it's a month of completeness where we understand what uh, has been um, prescribed by our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu He says, moderation, eat how you must, have enough oxygenation and Look at exercise, and that's where the tarawih and and the salahs go uh, gets involved. So when you look at all these aspects and we reflect to ourselves, um, shouldn't we be following that uh, tarif and following that direction? Subhanallah, inshallah, may Allah bless us for that understanding, inshallah. I mean, now looking at the point of overindulge. Now you come to the point where people say, but I like my savouries, I love my cakes. I love my uh, foods that is rich in oil. I love this. I love that. SubhanAllah. It's good to uh, have, a, have a liking to something, but it should not be the do-all and say-all and become the poison that actually kills us. SubhanAllah. Uh, people don't realize that when we eat and we overindulge, it becomes poison for the body. SubhanAllah. Uh, listen to that statement. When we eat... And we overindulge, it becomes poison for the body. Why? Because our body becomes adaptive to it and your body reacts to it. And then it becomes negative to it and saying no. Or it will um, become an agitator that will cause further complications in the body that will poison the body like oils. Like, for example, we just came up to the month of Ramadan, eat day, people say, I love my fish. I love my selfish. I love my prawns and my crayfish. And, and I love that. Subhanallah. If we understand that crayfish infestations are the cleaners of the ocean, they, they clean the dirt and the grime from the floor from the ocean. They get rid of all the dirt. So where does it go to? They, they, uh, they compact it in the part of the exoskeleton, part of the system. And when we eat it, we eat all that debris and dirt that was in the ocean. So when you look at it, we overindulge on it. So that dirt, which they call the 
LDL cholesterol. Uh, many doctors, that's a term that many people who have cholesterol heard about because LDL cholesterol is the death of us, especially when we overindulge and when there's too much LDL cholesterol in our system. So what happens? We develop arterial sclerosis, the narrowing of the arteries, and then we develop high blood. Previously, we didn't have high blood, but now as we're getting older, we develop high blood. How? By our diet, when we have too much of that LDL cholesterol. And it's not only found in the prawns, as I'm describing to you, but I'm pointing out because that is at the, uh, when it comes to the end of the month uh, of Ramadan, then we're saying, subhanAllah, I want to have a nice feast. I want to enjoy my Eid. And subhanAllah, you must realize that these are marine life that is toxic also to us if we overindulge, if we do too much. Now, for when I talk about overindulge, when you look at your prawns, they um, have they are rich in dirty cholesterol. That um, stays in our system for a period of six months. So if you have one eat, you have your lovely um, selfish of your prawns, your, uh, your crayfish, your, your crab, or any of the um, marine life with the, the crustaceans, immediately you have six months and you, uh, later you have, or three months later, you have now again the next eat, again the same foods. Subhanallah. What happens? That immediately, that's for one year, you've already contaminated your system six months plus another six months on top of it. So now it's not to say that we only had one plate of uh, food. No, we had three or four plates because our dish was so nice. We even took away takeaways, as Uncle Shafat has alluded to, that barakat. We take it home. We take that barakat home because it was nice. So we overindulge again at home because we have it for the next day and the following day and the following day until we say, Alhamdulillah, it's finished. But we don't realize the amount of oil that we have contaminated our system with. And then a few few days later, a few months later, you're having a problem with your heart, having uh, having heart arrhythmia, you're having palpitations. Now you go to the doctor. I'm not feeling well. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I, I'm, I'm healthy. I exercise. I eat healthy. I do this. Everything that's good. But I, I've got high blood now. My, my blood pressure is high. What's happening? No, you have high blood and you only have two arteries working or three arteries working. You have a risk of a stroke or a heart attack. Then you look at yourself, but how is it possible? I eat healthy. I eat everything that is good and healthy. But just that one meal that you had on E-Day and you, and you had enjoyed it so much, it contaminated your system, so subhanAllah. That is just but one, let alone the pies, the samosas, all the processed foods that also have the contaminated uh, oils in there that also contaminate our system. So when you look at all that and you say, subhanAllah, I had a month that was given to me of barakah and beauty that Allah has blessed me with. And I've contaminated it with all dirt and things that is non-beneficial to the body. Then you say, subhanAllah, did I have a good Ramadan? And you ask you, uh, you must ask yourself that question, uh, especially those people who are smokers and saying, but I only smoke when, I, when, I'm, uh, when I'm not fasting. So subhanAllah, why are you smoking? You shouldn't be smoking. It's not healthy. It's not a dain. It's not a sunnah. It's nothing that is ascribed by the prophet. It's something that is actually detrimental to your health. Why are you smoking? Stop smoking because you are actually uh, dirtying and you're contaminating in a manner that Allah has given you. Allah has given you an entrustment. Look after this for from now till the time you return it back to me. And when you return it, uh, let it be better than what I've given it to you. 
So subhanallah, when we look at that, we say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. From Allah do we come into Allah is our return. And in that time period from our, from our departure to our return, Allah has given us an entrustment. And that entrustment is supposed to be so valuable to us because we cannot live on this dunya without that entrustment. We cannot do things without that entrustment. And that entrustment is the body. That entrustment is the uh, biomechanical suit that we have on that Allah has given the ruh the opportunity to express itself, learn, understand, become wise, teach others, uh, become, uh, uh, teach the sadaqah, be the charity of others. Subhanallah, the whole formula is there. Islam teaches us the whole formula. But unfortunately, we overindulge in the wrong things. May it be from the wrong movies, from the wrong, um, uh, they call that stimulation. The wrong stimulation may be movies, maybe be cell phone, maybe be wrong music, maybe um, too much about the dunya, about vehicles and uh, women and things. Subhanallah. Those are overindulging. So the, the month of Ramadan is a month that conditions us and teaches us what is right, what is wrong, what is what Allah wants, what Allah ascribes us, and what does Allah teach us. So when we look at that and see moderation, the Nabi Sallallahu says moderation, not only just for that, but everything, even the Salah was in moderation, subhanAllah. If we look at the Mi'raj, that it was said 50 and it was in moderation to five, subhanAllah, because we need a time to do other things. So subhanAllah, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, yes, we can do five. He didn't go turn back and say, no, we, oh, we can do more or we can do less. No, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, we can do five. So even that is moderation. So Quran, everything is in moderation. But when we overindulge in something, which is non-beneficial. I'm not saying Quran is non-beneficial. I'm not saying Salah is non-beneficial. I'm not saying anything like that. SubhanAllah, don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is we have a complete deen. We have a complete way of life. And that was taught by the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And when we understand that, he's saying, what did the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam do? But uh, um, he wasn't a fat person. He wasn't, uh, but he was a strong person, so strong that he wrestled the person to the ground who was uh, twice his size. Subhanallah. The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was so agile that he uh, participated. Uh, he was so agile that he participated in archery competitions. He did various sunnah sports, subhanAllah. So uh, 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 irrespective, uh, uh, we, we would say he would tie a stone to his uh, tummy so that he would feel the hunger pains of, uh, uh, um, of the poor and the indigent, subhanAllah. He still had power. So how was it possible? He did everything in moderation. So when we learn from uh, the sunnah of the beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu and see, we don't, uh, we don't categorize ourselves in those things that which is wrong, the categories of evil or uh, the stimulation that is non-beneficial to our body. And we start looking at what is fundamentally right. Subhanallah, we have then a complete, a holistic um, approach to uh, to our condition, and that's where the point of overindulgence is not just the food, it's not just the beverage, but it's also the air that you are breathing. So make sure that you are. Uh, breathing in air that is beneficial to the body. If you are near a area that's a refinery or near a coal.
scripture. Uh, apologies for that. Um, that's non-beneficial. That's not beneficial to the body. So when we look at all these aspects, what do we say as as human beings? Are we following the right approach? Uh, Subhanallah. We need to look at what does the Sunnah teach us? What does the Nabi Sallallahu advise us to do? It's that what we have to where where we talk about our complete way of life, and then we're looking at indulgence. What is good? beneficial to us and then we can then come to the point and saying alhamdulillah i i feel satisfied that i'm treating my entrustment correctly that i'm looking after my entrustment that allah has given me i am looking after it and i'm taking care of it and i am thankful for allah now many a times you have people that would fast and over fast and hurt themselves from fasting do you think that is beneficial to the body? Do you think that is good to the body? Now, Allah has given us the body as an entrustment to look after it, to take care of it, to make sure that it's maintained well. So when you become sick after all the fasting, um, uh, is it, uh, uh, will you be rewarded for that? That's a question you need to ask yourself. Even though you feel that I need to fast, I need to make salah, and uh, hurt, even though I'm hurting myself, I might have a hip, uh, uh, um, I need a hip replacement or a knee replacement, or I need uh, to, uh, to go for uh, operations because my condition looks dire. But no, I want to go down and make salah because uh, I, I want to give thanks to Allah. Allah does not make it difficult for us. The Nabi Sallallahu even taught us, you can even lay down and make salah, subhanAllah. So when you look at all these aspects, moderation and beauty that Allah has, uh, that Allah has given us as, and rewarded us with, why, are, why do we make it difficult? We make it difficult. Uh, the deen isn't difficult for us to practice. And be, uh, uh, literally, if you want to become Muslim, you have to be submissive to Allah. It's not to say you have to subscribe, you have to put in a subscription now and you have to pay now every month a subscription fee. Well, you do pay a zakah fee, that is 2.5% of your wealth, but that's only stored wealth. Um, so everything has been given to us on a silver platter and say, use this to the benefit of yourself and humanity. And that's where we come to the point where I, uh, uh, on Voice of the Cape, um, I have been uh, privileged to interview uh, one of my guests for over seven years, and that is Imam Mahdi Kriel. And he authored a book, uh, which he heard from the lectures of Dr. Mawlana Fadur Rahman Al-Ansari, Rahmatullah And we have gone through that book about five or seven times. We literally did it cover to cover five to seven times for the past seven years. Now, when we go to the one aspect where he says uh, um, in the lecture, he says, you serve Allah by serving mankind. And what's that name? Halifatullah. You're a servant to Allah by serving mankind. Now, when we look at that, being a Halifatullah, being a person that serves mankind by serving Allah, by doing that, subhanAllah, you Allah reward you abundantly. So why do we come, become so stingy? Why do we feel that we're an island? Why do we feel that we... Um, uh, why do we, what's the name, uh, become in that uh, aspect so stingy and uh, 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 self-servient, uh, selfish? Why? 
we shouldn't become selfish. It should be that moment in time where we uh, reflect and teach deen to others so they can become submissive and they can become Muslim. And that's where, uh, subhanAllah, uh, 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 the beauty of Islam is. So when we look at, we, in, uh, we overindulge our deen for our selfishness where we say it's our deen, it's only mine, it's not mankind. Now, we saw Islam said he came for mankind. We say, no, he came only for Muslims. Uh, uh, so where does it say that in the Sunnah? Where does it say that in the Quran? If Islam came for mankind, we should be showing mankind what is Islam. But when we are self-servient, we are selfish, we only want to serve our own interests and not mankind, then we have become selfish because we are not serving Allah. We are only serving Muslims, subhanAllah. So looking at those, those, those things, you think of that word of indulgence. We indulge in goodness, subhanAllah, Allah reward us for that. We indulge in beauty and piety, Allah reward us for that. We indulge in those things which brings us closer to Allah, Allah must reward us for that, inshallah. So everything that we are looking for, we're looking for that reward. Now when we eat around, when we're drinking wrong things, when we are smoking and we're doing things that is wrong, subhanAllah, that is overindulging in the wrong things. Uncle Shafat, what's your thoughts? Alhamdulillah, very eloquent indeed. And, uh, you know, you went through a, uh, the, the, you know, a whole train of thoughts here, you know, talking about teas, the pressure, sugar, the amana of the body. You know, I like the term biomechanical uh, you know, the Amana Allah subhanahu has given, uh, given us to take care of the biomechanical body of ours. And also, uh, you know, you spoke about the formula very beautifully and eloquently. You said the formula is in Islam and there's, uh, you know, uh, that cannot be dis- uh, disputed. And, you know, we are introduced to the wrongs of life, uh, you know, with mass propaganda, with all these billboards, advertisements and this food advertisement, uh, making it looking so alluring when you look at it and then, uh, just at a, a, a tap of a button or this uh, one app you use and the food is delivered right there and then at your doorstep just by pressing a button and so forth. And uh, this is a, uh, uh, the, the, this is how people are indulging themselves. And, you know, then I like, uh, you know, you spoke about Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his archery and so forth and how he uh, loved competition. I mean, I tend to agree with you. Uh, I remember he raised Aisha Radiyal Anha twice. And uh, once he beat her, and uh, once she beat him, and so Alhamdulillah, you know, it was uh, in a, that that was in our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And you oh, spoke about uh, uh, the beneficial stimulation that is uh, so important to us: uh, breathing pure, fresh air, and also there's uh, ways of breathing, you know, in taking its fresh air, making sure that the you know, it goes through your body and that the body enjoys the fresh air. And you know, you spoke about anything done in excess or anything that's done excessively can have a detrimental effect. But uh, whilst, uh, you know, you were talking, uh, there were messages coming through. And uh, the first one comes from uh, Merun Isa. And she says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, really enjoying uh, Brother Yusuf uh, Mali. And uh, must uh, say a big jazakallah khair for him to, for him uh, for being with us in Ramadan also. He talks about teas, uh, Brother Shafaat. Why is tea so popular in the subcontinent? I know on my recent trip to Pakistan, they drink a lot of tea there, and they all seem to be um, fit, very fit indeed. Does tea wash down the uh, the oil and the fats? Is there any truth in that? And I noticed that also in India, there is tea, tea for everyone at every turn. Um, how do you respond to Merun there, uh, Yusuf? 
Jazakallah for the question and shukran, Sister Mayron. Um, Uncle Shafat, yes, teas do have great benefits. Uh, as, as I explained, you have different teas, teas that have uh, uh, like a rooibos, uh, um, hibiscus tea. Now, in uh, the Middle East, they love the hibiscus tea because that's part of sunnah. Hibiscus tea has great benefit. It does um, take a lot of uh, excess uh, fluids and dirt out of your system. It has great benefit. Um, however, I don't recommend for my, for, with my treatment because of its uh, uh, caffeine content. Um, uh, for, or, or, uh, it's just that uh, with my treatment, when people use my treatment, I recommend not to use hibiscus, but to use uh, like rooibos, which is caffeine-free. Uh, caffeine-free um, uh, teas is, uh, have a greater benefit and it doesn't have the, um, uh, the risk of uh, tachycardia or heart arrhythmia or palpitation. Um, the, or enlarging the heart. Now, that's the risk with uh, caffeines, like if you're taking too much coffee, if you're having teas with caffeine in that high caffeinated teas, uh, you have that risk. So, it, uh, therefore, it's very important looking at the type of teas that you are consuming on a daily basis and especially with your condition. If you have uh, a low blood pressure and you have uh, um, a weak heart, then definitely hibiscus is good and it's taking hibiscus tea with uh, a little bit of of um, uh, uh, kalunji or black seed, subhanAllah, it's a, a steroid booster. So immediately you feel uh, excellent, you feel good. But if you have a problem with a heart, a weak heart, or should I say a heart that is um, uh, 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 that's either have a problem with palpitations or uh, tachycardia, then you shouldn't be touching that because you have a higher risk of uh, uh, your rhythms, uh, uh, your rhythmic more. Uh, beats of your heart actually being becoming disturbed and can actually cause a heart attack and cause a stroke even. So looking at the teas, yes, there's a variety of teas, but I would uh, recommend highly use the teas that have benefits and look at the benefits if it works for you. What is your condition and then take it accordingly. Zakala for that, uh, Yusuf, uh, looking at uh, Tariq, uh, Tariq uh, from the Musgrave, he says, Assalamu alaikum, oh, fantastic uh, conversation uh, between uh, you and uh, Dr. Yusuf Mali. Please, uh, Brother Shafaat, uh, whenever I meet anyone, they always look at my eyes and they look at me on my face and uh, it's very embarrassing and they keep on telling me, did you have your pressure checked up? Did you have your sugar checked up? Please, you should have that checked up. But I must tell you, Brother Shafaat and uh, Yusuf Mali, that I am a fit man. I also play uh, soccer in my late age of uh, 50s, and I'm quite fit. I'm also the highest goal scorer, but people are irritating me, telling me that I've, uh, I must check my pressure and my sugar. What should I do? How do I answer them, uh, Brother Yusuf? Yusuf, I think, uh, this, <laughs> I think when people are on that medication of uh, pressure tablets and uh, uh, the, 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 the sugar, they want everyone to join the club. Uh, what's your thoughts? Uncle Shafar, subhanAllah. First, I say Mubarak to Brother Tariq at his age, uh, uh, accomplishing so much and uh, being such an excellent uh, soccer player, mashallah. Uh, subhanAllah, uh, Uncle Shafat, you see, uh, we all age differently and we all age uniquely. Um, that's point number one. And uh, point number two is uh, the food that we eat um, must be beneficial to our body. If it's not, it will be detrimental to the body. So eating the wrong foods will, as I said earlier and alluded to, we, uh, it will develop a disease like higher blood pressure. 
Now, looking at higher blood pressure and he has a problem with, uh, with the eyes, it must be bloodshot red and the uh, uh, color, uh, color of his skin uh, is not looking good. Uh, puffiness, uh, these are si signs that is high blood pressure with sugar. So uh, that combination is not good. So even though he might be feeling healthy, he's got, he, he has, they call it the placebo effect. He's, um, uh, he's on a high. So he's got that nice feeling that he's eating and it's working for him but it's a placebo effect. It's not actually beneficial to his body. It's detrimental to his body. So he needs to look at his diet. Very importantly, drink enough fluids and drink enough hot water. I would recommend hot water with lemon, hot water with ginger, a very good combination. You would drink that in the morning, afternoon, evening, before meals. Always drink organics before meals, never after meals because it doesn't serve a purpose afterwards. It, uh, because your food is already um, uh, uh, saturated the body, so you need something that is, uh, um, how can I say, uh, before meals so that it can uh, 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 kickstart the body. And that's where organics come in. Organic does a kickstart, especially before meals on an empty stomach. Um, that's a breakfast, lunch and supper. Beautiful. I have that in the morning. You will see remarkable changes in your eyes uh, and especially in your complexion. We'll be seeing very good results. But change your diet. Get away from the processed foods, get away from the oily foods, go on a vegetarian diet uh, or should I say a vegan diet, a uh, ketogenic diet. Uh, look at uh, the amount of blood sugars that you are consuming uh, or should I say the amount of sugars that influence your blood sugars. Look at that and uh, start making those fundamental changes because those things that you are eating, even though, as I said earlier, it's the poison, it becomes poison to the body, but you start feeding that poison and feeding the disease. And you don't want to do that. So may Allah make it easy for him and may Allah grant him shifan, inshallah. for that. And also looking at this uh, message from Ahmad Vali. Ahmad Vali says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, brother Yusuf Mali. I have uh, relatives also in Cape Town, a lovely place indeed. And the program sounding tops. Uh, I want to know, there is this uh, Indian guru who was insulting onions and ginger the other day. And he says, uh, take onions and uh, liquidize it one cup of onions and drink it and you'll see you'll have to run to the hospital for getting your guts all cleansed out he even said the same about garlic uh, he says uh, take it put it in the blender and have a cup of garlic and you'll notice you'll have to go back to the hospital to get a whole thing uh, cleaned out why is this so is there any truth in this uh, this man seems like he wants to kill the joy of eating how do you resp uh, respond to uh, ahmad valley there yusuf and uh, shukran Uncle Shafat and shukran Brother Aman Valley for the uh, question. Uncle Shafat, uh, it is true. Uh, when you look at uh, garlic and onions, it's high in acidity. Um, it is extremely bad for the body if you take uh, it in pure form in uh, uh, high concentration. Uh, you can even uh, 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 suffer from excessive uh, uh, tummy aches because it uh, really, it is powerful. It is very potent. So I wouldn't recommend uh, drinking it uh, uh, completely uh, concentrated in its concentrated form, but dilute it with other uh, condiments. Uh, you can add a, a little bit of uh, ginger, some uh, 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 lemon. Um, you can add some uh, uh, ashwagandha, you can add a little bit of uh, uh, ch uh, cherry or um, goji berry or pumpkin seed, uh, blend it all together, excellent. 
Subhanallah, each one has its own unique benefit. But if you have your garlic and your onion uh, concentrated in its raw form, it will be detrimental to your to your system. Your tummy will actually fall out of your body because literally that pain will be so excessive. So um, I agree that you should not have it um, in its pure form and raw form. Uh, uh, take a whole onion and, and uh, uh, how can I put it, uh, blenderize it and, and consume it. No, you shouldn't have liquidized onion and drink it as is, it will affect your system and it will be detrimental to your body. Uh, but you can dilute it. It's preferable to dilute it. And when you take it, you if you must take garlic or ginger, have a half a teaspoon, nothing more. If you take more than a half a teaspoon of either, it will cause tummy aches and excessive uh, um, bowel movement um, that will actually be uh, resulting in either diarrhea or um, it will cause um, uh, uh, either colitis or ulcerative colitis, which is uh, the taking away the stomach lining and that it becomes even more dangerous to the body. Uncle Shafat? Uh, Yusuf, you got me thinking. I mean, uh, uh, when we cook our biryanis, our kalyas and all this, or even if you're making an ordinary uh, dal, you know, and you put the more onions you put, the better it tastes uh, and the thicker the food gets. Uh, but uh, uh, then my understanding is, if you cook it, then it won't have the detrimental effect. I mean, some of them put three, four uh, onions or five onions and so forth. And uh, then uh, those that love the onion rings, hey, I mean, uh, let's be honest. There's not one onion. There's about two, three onions. So they're eating that. Um, I mean, uh, talk to me, Yusuf. Uncle, see, uh, there's a difference between liquidizing, which is now the concentrated volume becomes more intense. Yes. It's more intense. So if you're having an onion ring, 5, 10, 20 onion rings, it's not equivalent to the liquidized version of a full onion. So um, uh, the full onion's acidity, um, uh, the acetone that's in the onion uh, is there becomes uh, detrimental. So uh, yeah, even though quercetin is very beneficial to the body, it helps with alopecia, it helps with uh, um, uh, even male-related uh, conditions. Um, so if a male has, have a problem, you must uh, try onion, a little bit of onion or uh, uh, a liquidized onion with uh, um, uh, um, uh, ostrich oil uh, with a little bit of ostrich and uh, coconut oil blended, uh, 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 braise it together. Very Yeah, it seems like uh, Yusuf Mali has got a uh, pause button playing games with him there. But uh, Yusuf, are you back? Yes, I am back. I've got so many uh, people that's called at this time of the hour, subhanAllah. They're worried and concerned about uh, their health. Um, yes, so subhanAllah, looking at uh, uh, all these, um, uh, 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 how can I say, methods uh, of ways of using the onion, yes, uh, using it uh, and diluting it in food, uh, either with, uh, uh, with your dal or um, making bhajjas, you are diluting it. It's not in its raw liquidized form. A low, raw liquidized form is extremely bad for the body, uh, especially if you take um, more than a teaspoon uh, because it becomes something that will actually give you a punch in the gut that you will uh, be suffering and having a problem with. Yeah, looking, uh, looking at a message here from uh, Ibrahim uh, Bar, who's the, no, no, he says, Ibiba. Okay. Ibiba says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother uh, Shafaz and uh, uh, Yusuf Mali. I want to be honest. 
I want to tell you the truth. I'm not going to hide. I overindulge. I smack my chow and I'm old. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy the dunya. Although I get uh, a constipation, I get diarrhea and I get abdominal pains and I also get heartburns and I get all these feelings. But Yusuf, perhaps you can give me one ointment or something to drink that I will just eat all this and I won't suffer these different conditions. Can you do that? <laughs> Yes, most definitely. Yes, Uncle Shafat. Me put it to you like this. I have uh, uh, clients and patients that come to me say, but Yusuf, I do all the wrong things and I'm enjoying your treatment. Your treatment cleanses my system to the point where when I go into hospital before my scan, I come to you, I do my one month detox and when I go in, my bill of health is fine. And they go literally every six months to hospital. So they just come for one month, uh, a nice, uh, a good detox. Uh, when they go uh, uh, have the checks, uh, the cancer is gone, gone either into remission or the lupus is completely gone or the um, uh, kidneys is working optimally. Even though they have been naughty all the time, eating all the wrong things, eating what is not healthy, but literally they come for their one month detox and they say, Alhamdulillah, Yusuf, I'm doing well. That sores on my toes, uh, my diabetes was very bad. They were going to amputate my feet. They did the one-month detox, alhamdulillah. Save the foot, walking well. Uh, discoloration's gone, alhamdulillah. Um, subhanallah, I have I had the instances of so many patients and clients that have come to me and said, but they, so I, uh, uh, I can't ch- make the changes where I have to eat healthy all the time. So I said, subhanAllah, uh, uh, you, you're putting a food on my table and uh, putting me in business, but I would recommend to you highly, look after yourself. Your diet is very important. Now, when you make changes with my treatment, automatically you are cementing and solidifying what is a really beautiful, a good health. And, and subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, uh, we make dua for people that are struggling to make it easy for themselves, inshallah. Shafat. I look at a message here from uh, Fazila Masi. Fazila Masi says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Shafat Ba and uh, Yusuf. I want to tell you my uh, niece, uh, my, my niece is also a doctor, but you know how it is, family doctors we hardly talk to, but I can talk to you uh, with uh, Dr. Yusuf there. Please, uh, she tells me, don't drink your cal- uh, calories. I don't, uh, she says, I don't understand what's, uh, don't drink your calories. Please explain, uh, uh, Yusuf. Well, subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, when you look at your calories, it's uh, the amount of um, uh, uh, your consumables. Make sure that your consumables that you are taking is not excessive. Your calories must be in tune. You must look at all your body weight. You look at what your, um, you must go for a BMI test and your body, will, uh, they will tell you that, look here, this is the amount of uh, calories that you can consume for the day. This is the amount of uh, um, uh, fats, proteins, amino acids that you need to have for the day and then you know what your regulation is so what works for me doesn't work for you I have a bigger body. You have a smaller body. You are more frail. I'm more heavier. So my uh, BMI is much more dense than yours. So uh, your calorie intake will be much lower than mine. My calorie intake will be higher. So uh, the calorie intake and or your diet, your dietary discipline, it's dependent on you. 
and you need to go to your doctor. You need to see your um, uh, health uh, practitioner so that they will be able to work out what is your required intake and what is beneficial to you. And when you when you find that, alhamdulillah, um, uh, uh, you see very good results in your complete way of life, inshallah. What's your thought? Jazakallah for that, Yusuf. Uh, looking at a uh, question from uh, Ismat Ben. She says, I must tell you, uh, the program's giving me a lot of joy. But I want to know about uh, people uh, that, uh, you know, go on to binge eating and they have so many different episodes and some are blaming on the depression and others are blaming it on our fa- uh, family members that uh, bring about uh, the eating uh, binge and so forth. Uh, and the, the mood is always uh, ba- blaming someone else but they are eating liters and liters of uh, ice cream and indulging to bulge. But uh, what type of behavior is this? And uh, can uh, Yusuf Mali help people like this that are binge eaters but blaming others for their sickness? Um, how do you respond to Isma Ben there, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, Kushafat, yes, uh, look, shukran, sister Ismet, for that uh, message. Uh, looking at uh, binge eating, um, it's, uh, it's to do with psychological. Um, it's either how you accept things emotionally uh, and how you react to emotion. Um, so you, uh, they call that stress eating. Um, uh, they call um, you overindulge uh, eating either something that is uh, to take away your pain, to take away your discomfort, to give you a relief. So that's uh, a relief treatment that you feel that's working for you. And uh, very importantly, the person needs to first understand what they are doing. And it's either healthy for the body or it's not. So it's uh, about consultation, having the right consult with uh, a health practitioner. Uh, Again, a health practitioner that will give them the advice and tell them, look here, uh, this is, uh, if you have too much of this, you will become lactose intolerant, especially when you are taking too much ice cream and having it too much, uh, too much cold is also not good for the body. And that will also cause further uh, from headaches to migraines and uh, start having uh, um, neurological episodes. Um, it, it, uh, many people feel that it numbs them. It, uh, it gives them that relief uh, where um, they've gone through psychological trauma and now that stress eating is helping them. Um, you see, each person embraces trauma, stress, um, uh, that uh, uh, psychological uh, catastrophe they went through, they embrace it differently. May it be an accident, may it be a loss of a loved one, may it be um, uh, the way they are stressed when they have to write an exam or a test, um, uh, the marriage uh, broke up or the, lo- uh, the child is not doing performing well. So now they start binging and they start uh, uh, becoming uh, um, ill-disciplined in their diet. Uh, that therefore they need to consult with somebody knowledgeable. Speak first to your sheikh. Uh, if your sheikh is not knowledgeable on what your condition is, you need to speak then to your doctor. If you if you don't feel comfortable with a, with a certain doctor, go for go to a doctor that you feel comfortable with. You need to express yourself. You need to be able to just alone expressing your thoughts, your uh, your manifestation that is actually hurting you that you can express it automatically, that's also a relief. So that automatically you feel better. So when you, many a times when you see a psychologist and you speak to your psychiatrist and you tell him about your, your problems and what you go through, you feel better. You feel, okay, I, I, I feel a, a, a completeness after I've uh, just spoken about my condition. Therefore, I tell people, who is the best psychiatrist? Who is the best psychologist? Is Allah. Speak to Allah. Go on your musalla and speak aloud. 
speak to Allah. Uh, find a nice room that you can feel, you can express yourself, and you make some dhikr, and you uh, and uh, create that um, union with Allah that you feel that you can pour your heart, your mind, your soul out to and say, Oh Allah, that you have nobody that will be discriminant to you and saying, I saw you on the musalla and I heard you talking about this and heard you talk. No, find that unique spot which is yours. Look for your zone. Go look for that zone that you can uh, be, uh, you can find that uh, the companionship of Allah. Feel that love, that, that you feel that, I feel that warmth. I just spoke to Allah now, and I feel that that uh, you know that hives uh, uh, when you have that uh, your hair standing on end, and you have that the moment you feel like I've accomplished something great, and feel that moment when you are speaking to Allah. So that's the best person to do it. Uh, uh, not person you can't call Allah a person. That's the best being too, because Allah is all supreme. May Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. Uncle Shafat, your thought. Yeah, well said there, Yusuf, and uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm looking at a message and a lot of messages uh, flooding the screen uh, this evening. Uh, Sharifa Afa says, Assalamu alaikum, doing a lot of introspection there this evening. Uh, Brother Yusuf uh, Mali is uh, binging uh, an indicator of depression. Please, uh, I will uh, really appreciate your answer. It's a powerful question, uh, Yusuf. Yes, subhanAllah, I just answered a few minutes ago, but yes, my sister, it, it does. Um, uh, when you are binging, it's to do with emotional or uh, psychological stress. So you are indulging uh, because uh, trying to create relief from what you have gone through. So um, these, as I explained, there's many uh, stimulations of stress. Stress can be a variety of things. So may Allah guide us, protect us to have a good health not only be in an environment that is uh, conducive for good health, but being in the company of good health as well. So looking for good companionship, a uh, person that you are that you can console with, a sister or your husband, your father, your mother, your brother, uh, a person that is uh, that uh, you feel that uh, you you feel comfortable with, then you actually pour your heart out. And if you if you don't feel comfortable doing it that way, then you look externally because you feel they're going to be very judgmental. Um, uh, then you go to the next, uh, but first go to Allah. And when you find that tranquility in Allah, automatically that binge will disappear. You will feel that relief that you want and longing for will actually disappear. It will uh, become a thing of the past. But uh, uh, do note that uh, it's a neurological disorder. And it is something that's related to either emotion or stress. So that's false part under the neurological uh, umbrella. Uncle Shafa? Yeah, Jazakallah for that. And uh, I'm looking at uh, Brother uh, Yasin from the North Coast. He says, uh, Brother Yusuf Mali, whenever I have a heartburn or so uh, after overindulgence, I just have a smoothie sweet and it comes uh, just perfect. And uh, that is, uh, I do it all the time. Will this have a long time side effect? Uh, how do you respond to uh, Yasin, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, I always say a smoothie is very good, a smoothie is very nice, and you can indulge in it. Even having one a day, alhamdulillah, enjoy, my brother. Um, Allah make it easy for you. But if you're overindulging and you're saying you have five or six or seven for the day, now you're looking at the natural sugars, it's also not healthy for the body. So you must be careful what you are eating and in abundance, especially when you're looking at uh, sugary foods or sugary smoothies, smoothies that's high in sugar, because 
because you're not going to enjoy a smoothie that is bland. You're going to enjoy a smoothie that has some kick to it, some sweetness to it. So too much of it is not good. Uncle Shafat? Oh, well said. And a smoothie. And I was also thinking about the smoothie sweet. You know, uh, they were like elders of the yesteryear before these other things you bought. You know, the pharmacy cost you perhaps a, a triple the price. And it's just an ordinary sweet that you had after, you know, you indulged in uh, something uh, very uh, disruptive to your throat and so forth. It, 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 it uh, did bring you cure. But, uh, you know, as we know, our messages are flying through here. Shabir says, Assalamu alaikum. I would like to know from uh, our brother Yusuf Mali, what is a cure for overeating? <laughs> Yusuf? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. It's a mindset. It's all about the mind. It's all about you saying no. Uh, there is no um, uh, silver bullet or there is no patch or there is like a person coming to me and tell me, Yusuf, um, I've got a problem with smoking. Now, first things first, when it comes to my treatment, I don't treat people that are smoking because you need to make that sacrifice. You need to uh, say no, no to smoking. So when the person says, but Yusuf, I want to try your treatment. I want to get healthy. I want. So I said, first things first, stop smoking. Then you start getting healthy because the, uh, the smoke will... Uh, automatically dirty your body it will contaminate your cells it will make your condition get worse so i don't recommend smoking so that's the same thing when it comes to overeating if you want to make changes of overeating uh what is good drink a lot more water we drink enough water and drink it abundantly uh, uh one third water but sometimes you can do more you can have soup you have your um, eight glasses of water or 12 glasses of water for the day, and then you have uh, a soup or two, uh, two cups of soup or a bowl of soup, and you're saying, okay, alhamdulillah, I feel full now. Then you can have your meal, um, uh, um, maybe just a, a, some a sandwich, uh, chicken and mayo sandwich, something that's nice that you enjoy, uh, all organic, all natural, alhamdulillah. Uh, there, there is methods and ways that you need to see how can, um, how can I fill myself without overeating the wrong things. So when you are uh, maybe taking a little bit too much of your prawns and uh, too much of your um, uh, dam curries that you are enjoying too much, uh, drink a little soup before that. Drink a little what? Uh, drink a little bit of teas and uh, um, uh, hot water before that. And then saying, Alhamdulillah, I had my uh, full of a half a plate and I feel full because you've actually filled the tummy with liquids that the body can actually tell you, now I'm full. So um, there is a certain hormones in the body that actually notifies you and tells you, I'm full. Oh, there's certain, uh, it also notifies and tells you, I'm hungry. And you have that hunger, constant hunger pains because that hormone is telling you, I need uh, to be fed. Feed me, feed me, feed me. So you need to control that hormone. And that's very important. Yusuf Amali, great chat indeed uh, with you. And I know during the course of the show, you did, did have about three or four calls that came in and they like, you know, muted us for a short second. Uh, apologies for that. But, uh, you know, a big jazakallah khair to Yusuf Mali because in his busy schedule, he makes time uh, for you, the listeners of uh, Marqa Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Your parting words uh, this evening, uh, Yusuf. 
Allah make it easy and I apologize first for, for everyone uh, for um, my disruptive behavior or my phone being very disruptive, <laughs> subhanAllah. Um, but may, may Allah make it easy. May Allah grant us uh, only but good, goodness and betterment and shifa for all our conditions and ailments, inshallah. I mean, may Allah make it uh, uh, um, uh, beautiful for the for the days and uh, months ahead until we have Ramadan again. But subhanAllah, let us reflect and contemplate and uh, do that proper introspection of uh, uh, what uh, what is Ramadan. And may we embrace it and be conditioned by it and say, Alhamdulillah, uh, Ramadan has taught me to be a better Muslim and to look after the amana, my entrustment, this biomechanical suit that Allah has given me uh, to look after it with dignity and beauty and love. And when you embrace the full understanding of that sunnah, Alhamdulillah, you've accomplished greatness. So may Allah uh, allow us to reach that greatness where we can say, subhanAllah, I say shukr for Allah for everything from the little bit, one third water, one third food, one third oxygen and a complete deen that teaches us everything. So subhanAllah. You have completed your deen. May Allah make it easy for each and everyone. May you have a beautiful night further. And shukran and for being with you. May you have an excellent one further. Until we chat again soon. From me, Yusuf Mali from Cape Town. Until we chat again soon. Ma'as-salama ila al-iqa. To all Yusuf Mali, a big jazakallah khair. And wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. To all of you that sent in uh, your messages. Uh, brilliant indeed. Uh, you kept the show buoyant indeed. And alhamdulillah, Allah bless you all for indulging us in uh, the segment of the show of uh, medical files it's time uh, for us to go for the isha azan and when we get back uh, we will continue with the pertinence uh, punctuated <laughs> 